Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, my name is Hutch Bailey Jr., your host. Going to change up the format just a little bit for the beginning of the program. Let's welcome Ward Miller to the program. Good evening, Ward, and what's going on? I caught him off guard. I did, I did. Where are we at here? There he is. Ward, come in, please. You're muted. All right. Yes, I am. There you go. Good evening, Hutch, my fellow bacon-loving patriots. Coming to you live and in living color from the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing tonight? All right. Well, we have a somber, somber event uh, to talk about real quick off the top of the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, The uh, we have a couple esteemed Navy veterans, probably more, but a couple that are, you know, that call in and that we all know. Uh, we had Ralph Kirkhart and we had... Can see, and I always loved listening to both of them. But I had a a little analogy I was thinking before the show, and Ward, I'm sure you heard both of them several times. Oh yeah. Uh, and I always said that. Uh, well, I always thought I'm going to say it for the first time right now. Uh, but Ken Ken would bring the camaraderie and the naval stories about the shipmates and the different ports of call and things like that. And by God, Ralph would bring the specs, Ward. Oh, yeah. He'd bring the specs. He'd tell you that the USS Boxer had displaced so many cubic feet of tons of water. And uh, he was amazing to listen to. He really oh, was. Oh, absolutely. I had I had a couple conversations with him, and he just, just knocked my socks off with his knowledge of, I mean, not just, you know, destroyers. I mean, he, he knew, the, knew the armament on frigates. And, I'm telling you. You, know, you name it. He could tell you how it was armed and how many guns it had and what what munitions it used he was awesome he was and we're going to miss him ladies and gentlemen ralph passed away uh, this weekend i'm not exactly sure of what day i want to uh, give our prayers out to the family and also thanks to the family for updating the cold war radio version 2 or 2.0 uh, that ken created on facebook it's uh something that we had to do here at the program uh people wanted to stay on the chat longer than the show was on so uh <laughs> They migrated over to there. Ken set up a, a chat. Um, if you want to know how to get on there, if you're not on there, uh, you, you need to contact Ken. Um, but thank you to somebody in his family. I'm guessing it was his wife or his daughter or something that came on there uh, and gave us the information. He passed from a blood clot to the heart that caused a heart attack uh, from COVID complications. So it's uh, unfortunate. I'm, I'm going to miss the guy. I really am. But... He came down on orders, Ward, for his next duty station, and he moved out. Uh, it's what we yeah, all have to do that. sometimes. Let's take a couple seconds here, and uh, let's honor, honor Ralph K.
Ladies and gentlemen, live from Pittsburgh Studio Number One, it's Cold War Radio. Here's your host, Hutch Bailey Jr. Man, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for choosing Cold War Radio from the Alpha Foxtrot Studio behind enemy lines. The Cold War Radio Patron Hotline, 412-206-6208. The voicemail, 412-567-1460. Please visit SteelCityResistance.com, where you can become a Cold War Radio Patron. Catch the research room, the video two-page. You can catch the podcast on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, anywhere else uh, that there are podcasts. If you'd like to write to the show, please write to SCRTV at Live.com, or you can write... To Cold War Radio, P.O. Box 104-33370, Castle Shannon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15234. We all already have Ward on the line. Uh, I, I got to say, there's a few of you that listen to the podcast on YouTube. And I just want to warn you, um, YouTube is going over everything I ever put up there. And, and they got to, I forget what episode it was, but I just got my second strike uh, for providing misinformation and saying that uh, the scumbag Democrats stole the election, and I, I wasn't—I was much nicer about it than that too. But anyway, that's uh, that's going. Uh, that's a second strike, and the third one will be the end of my uh, page, so or channel. So if you if you do watch it there or listen to it, I'm um, find an alternative because that might be gone any day. I'm not messing with it anymore. I don't care. What YouTube does, YouTube can pound sand, whatever they want to do. Uh, well, the, I feel the same way with all, because yeah. I mean, I, I got banned. I, I got another three-day ban from Facebook because I posted a picture of a kid uh, playing with a knife, sticking a knife into a, uh, <laughs> a socket, electric, electric socket, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> and and all it said was, "Well, we know he's not going to college. He's going places, but he's not going to college." It was a complete joke. And they came back and they gave me a three-day ban because they said I was encouraging suicide. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I did that. Did, I mean, most kids have done that, or either that or the toaster. Yeah, yeah but I guess gets now, now it, it, just talking about it makes you right. You know, right. Oh, these people are know, so I'm weak encouraging yet. suicide. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, it, it's not even worth. Like I said, I'm not even fighting anymore. I don't care. Do what you want to do. You know, I don't have time for it. I'm not going to let it enter my uh, enter my life like that. I don't care what YouTube well, does. Well, no, and the thing is, what, what can we do about it? Right. Really. I mean, if, if they say, okay, you're gone, you're banned from the platform, boom. We have no, There's no recourse. It's the same as I had no recourse for that three-day ban. They didn't even give me the opportunity to say, hold on a second. Can somebody look at this and see that it's a joke? I mean, no, they I told me the opportunity. It was just, boom, fire. They yeah, said verify and just gave me the link to the whole show. I'm supposed to sit here and listen to the whole show so I know what you're talking about? I mean, I don't have time for that. Uh, and, and again, like I said at the beginning, I don't care. Facebook, you, you cannot, the, the you can't survive. Should, the, the response should just be, I did listen to it and I agree with everything I said. <laughs> right, I know, but I, I don't even have any humor for it anymore. You know what I mean? I used to. No. I, I would do. I would have done that before, but now it's like... You communists can just pound sand. You're not going to survive like this. I mean, it's just like CNN and CBS News. You think you're going to survive, but you're not going to. I mean, if you look at the leaps and bounds that the alternative media is making, um, 
you guys are, I mean, it, it might be a slow death because you've got the corporations funding you. They don't need you to be profitable because they've got Disney and, and, and uh, teaching our children to be gay. They've got that industry. You know, they got Netflix the same way. You know, you, you guys are, are, you're not going to be there forever. You can think you are, but it's not. People are, people are more resilient than you think they are. Just look, Ward, look at any communist country and look how the people have adapted. You That's know, they're, they're not going to sit there. You might think you have them, but one day you're going to wake up in your palace and the unwashed are going to be in your freaking bedroom. Well, the, the thing that's interesting is if, if you look at, uh, you know, we had a whistleblower come out for Facebook last week that we and we talked about it when dog face pony soldier. Yeah. Yeah. When <laughs> when something accidentally happened and somebody tripped over a wire and disconnected Facebook for the rest of the planet. Right. I, I don't believe in I, I, I just don't believe in coincidences. Somebody did that for a reason. I don't know what the reason is yet, but there was a reason. And that being said, what happened? What happened with it? She went in front of Congress. She had the receipts. She had millions of, millions of pages of documents to back up everything she said. She walked in, and it wasn't like, well, I feel as though he touched me in a bad place. No. Here's documents. Here, here's where they did this stuff that was wrong. Now, who, who's going to hold them accountable? Is it going to be Lindsey Graham? Is it going to be, you know, is somebody in Congress going to do it? Is the DOJ going to do it? Whoever's going to I mean, do it, it's going to be the left if they do do it, because all they want is to get more censorship power. That woman was a plant. She was a total and complete plant. She worked on Donald Trump's impeachment trial, or not trial, whatever you call it, hearing. Well, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, but if you listen you- to the things that, that people, her surrogates, I have some clips tonight that you'll be able to hear Hillary Clinton talk about her. And... She is totally does what she's bitching about. I mean, this is, and I don't understand this because, damn, how can you get any worse than they were in the last election cycle? But they want even more, Ward. They want even more. Yeah, think about it. During the last election cycles when they started the, okay, well, we're going to fact check everything. We're going to kill the First Amendment is what we're going to do. Exactly. And, And then, well, you know, because this is a platform and it's not really... You know, it's a private platform, so it's not really covered by the First Amendment. But yet you hide behind the First Amendment as a publisher. Right. And you should be you should be a public utility. Exactly. Because if you're going to edit my comments, if you're going to going to kick me off for three days because of something I said that at that point, you are no longer a publisher. You are a editor. And if you're an editor, you don't you don't enjoy those same privileges. Right. So when's somebody going to do something about this? And you know as well as I do that they're not. No. It's just one of the things where I I feel like just blowing off steam and steam a little bit. So I just, you know, got rid of it. Uh, (laughs) Uh, If you're listening in the Pittsburgh area, Tony Marino for mayor of Pittsburgh is having a – he's finally doing the right thing, man. He's having a night at the races and Halloween party fundraiser. Costumes are optional. It's this Saturday, October 16th. Doors open at 6. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 6 p.m., 7 p.m. it starts. And guess where it is, Ward? Garfield. 410 oh, South man. Matilda Street, 15224 in the middle of Garfield where he needs to be on the east end where he can make some money over there, get some traction, get some Tony Marino signs up. $20 advance tickets or pay at the door, or you can reserve a table for eight for $150, save $10 and ensure great seats, free food and beer, a real Pittsburgh get-together, no outside alcohol, and there will be a cash bar. For tickets, contact Dr. Patty Poloka, 412-251-4018, paid for by friends of Tony Moreno. I'll tell you what, Ward. I worked at a mafia. I jeez, hit the button and didn't mean to. I hate when that happens. But uh I don't know if you saw the debate. Hold, hold on, wait one one second. Uh, while this is still in my head, before you uh do go into the next part, uh-huh. I'll pay you a hundred bucks if you go to his costume party dressed as Joe Biden. <laughs> I should. I'll be like <laughs> <laughs> I bet somebody does. I mean, that, that's a good crowd. He's a, he's a good guy. I'm telling you. I, oh, he's, I, yeah, he's a good guy, and I, I think he'd get a big laugh out of it. You ought to come out, man. We ought to go to that. Go win some money. I don't know what kind of gambling they're having, but that sounds gambling to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, he's he's a really good guy. I mean, I don't know if you if you haven't if you live in this area if 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 this election has any consequences for you, uh, they've hidden. A debate on YouTube. Tony Moreno debated Ed Gainey, uh, and it was on this forum. It was called, man, it was, if, if you think, <laughs> I mean, this was worse than Steel City Resistance in the first three episodes. I mean, it, it was, it was hard. It was called uh, Hood Power. Hood Power. It's an all black thing, and there was two moderators that were in their laptops and seemed like they were preoccupied for days. But this Ed Ganey, he's a grifter, man. I mean, he spells Pittsburgh, P-I-X-B-E-R-G. Oh, hello to the city of Paxburg. And uh, it's it's sickening, man, this guy. And, and I went through all this with Sal last Wednesday, but he wants to add 20, mandatory, 20 to 80% affordable housing in every new residential project. That means you can't build another hotel in Pittsburgh. You can't well, like build said, any luxury apartment buildings. But uh, There's always exceptions. For well, that. and, and that's, that's what I'm going to say now. The guys on the board, 
of one of the most corrupt organizations in the state. It's called the URA, the Urban Redevelopment Authority, and it's why Homewood and Wilkins, well, not Wilkins, Wilkinsburg is not part of the city, but Homewood and uh, Warrington and other other neighborhoods, other blighted black neighborhoods, mostly black neighborhoods, never get any money because the people in the URA steal it. And this guy called them out, Ward. He called, I mean, he got to have a rifle in his truck because he's calling well, he's, people out, man. Well, I mean, he's a retired police officer. Yeah, so. yeah, he is. So. He has that going for him. And I think he's running as a, as a Republican now, right? He had to, parties? yeah. He had to, yeah. yeah, because he got so many write-ins. You need so many thousand write-ins to be able to do that, and he got them. Well, in the yeah. primary that he lost, he got enough Republicans to write him in. See, I didn't do it that way. I changed parties. But, I mean, you got to be a half a psycho like me to do something like that. I drug my yeah. son along, but he wouldn't have done it if I wasn't there. <laughs> you know, and uh, and I made sure I changed back. By the way, to make sure that uh, we get now Sean you can Parnell vote for him and, again. Yeah, no, I want to make yeah. sure, sure Sean oh. Parnell doesn't get taken out by the rhino. You know, that's bringing all his uh, divorce proceedings into the public. Like he, like he's immune from that. You know, I think that's the lamest mm-hmm. thing you could do, man. I mean, so many people are affected by divorces. To bring that out is like, you know what? That that's you know, that's off limits. That's not that's it, ugly every time it happens. At the same time, there was a time when that was a stigma, right? Oh, you're getting a divorce. You can't even hold your family. Together, yeah, before blah, before blah, 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 blah. Su- before Superman was bisexual, it was. Yeah, but now <laughs> it's it's one of the things where okay, he's divorced. All right, so he's divorced. Right? D- did he get the divorce because he has you know six legs or something? I mean. What, what, what's the extenuating circumstances? Well, you know, they just couldn't get along. Right. Okay. A lot of people don't get along and they get divorced. So, and, and you know, it's all the, the old thing of um, well, how many times did you beat your wife? Mm-hmm. You know, and he never beat his wife. But that's out yeah. there already now. Or did, did you quit beating your wife? Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Right. Did you quit beating your wife? No. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> no. He said no first. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. 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 Yes. No. Sorry. Uh, so anyway, we'll see what happens. Go ahead, Tony. I hope you do well. Uh, I got a question to ask you, Ward. I, I've been seeing, and and I'm very very uh, skeptical about getting excited. I mean, I've been smacked in the face so many times by this. I want to see if yeah. you think there's any any kind of hope, or is this just ridiculous? Is it too late? Durham Attorney General appointee Durham probes Pentagon computer contractors and anti-Trump conspiracy is the latest headline, but you've been seeing some others float around about what he's doing. Is there any chance that this, this gets anywhere near close to any of these perps? Because damn, that would be nice, but I'm not really ready to attach to it yet. Well, didn't Dorm just pop Hillary's one of Hillary's attorneys? Yes. So, and you know, and I, more importantly to me, the 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 law firm of something coy is the same law firm that produced Obama's birth certificate. Huh? Isn't that something? Yeah, I know. Once again, no such thing as coincidence. Nope. 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 <laughs> I agree, man. I do, and, and I. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm, I I'm, hope Thurm gets some traction. I honestly do because I mean, especially after two years. All right, I understand COVID and all that crap, and they couldn't impanel a, a you know a grand jury or whatnot. But that being said, I it sounds to me like they they've been impaneling the hell out of some juries because they, they me too they they filed charges against that attorney. I mean, there was there was charges. It wasn't just a okay, well, we're going to write up something and we're going to slap you on the wrist. It's, no, these, these are real charges. You know? Yeah, and, and I mean, but, the, the things, that the, the second, third, and fourth effects of these people doing what they did, especially at the DOJ and FBI, um, are chilling to the nation. And I'm going to cover that in a minute. Uh, I, I will definitely come back to that. Remember that. Chris Ray, what he did and his predecessors did... Uh, so damaging to the nation, so damaging. And, and you'll understand what I mean when I get to it. But uh, let's get into some of this news. And ladies and gentlemen, i got to warn you, I've got a lot of material tonight. Maybe we might not get to the phones tonight. We just might not. i, I got a lot of stuff, and I don't want to miss. There's a few things in here I have to get out. Uh, and this is one of them. The Biden administration announced Saturday, announced Saturday that sanctions imposed by Donald Trump against two Iranian companies that back Tehran's illicit nuclear missile programs will be lifted immediately. UPI reports the U.S. Treasury Department removed Mahmoud Industries and its subsidiary Mahmoud Diesel from its specially designated nationals list. The Trump administration sanctioned the companies in September 2020, along with several shareholders and senior officials of the companies, accusing them of supplying goods for Iran's nuclear missile program. As Breitbart News reported, the designations came amid the U.S. government's efforts to punish Tehran for its nuclear activity and malign influence in the region, something the Biden administration is seeking to reverse in the name of diplomacy. How about seeking to reverse in the name of Valerie Jarrett or John Kerry? You know, these, exactly. these people ought to be hung, hanged, well, I'm sorry, hanged. Yeah, I, I don't want to wish anything on them. Um, but my, <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke there. And no, it funny, make it, making it funny. Yeah, and, and it wasn't there. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you tried, though. I, I gave it a shot. Well, no, I mean, that's what Biden does, right? I mean, his first official acts were all uh, executive orders. And basically, it was anything that Donald Trump did got reversed. Indeed. So of course, I'm I'm surprised that it took this long to get to it. It just uh, you mean, know there's some things, you know, like that are a little bit more benign, you know, like the border, I guess you'd call that, or you know, something in the economy. But damn, man, given a nuclear power, I mean, we saw pictures of the centrifuges. You know, they have this stuff. We gave the Taliban billions of dollars worth of war equipment. You know they're better funded now than the North Koreans are for crying out loud. You know what I'm waiting for them, man? I, I don't know if you watch The Wire or not, but it's about a couple of different factions of heroin dealers. And <laughs> the one guy was a was a, a drug dealer. He used to hold up drug dealers. His name was Omar. It's the guy that just died in a drug yeah. overdose. And he used to hold these guys up, and he'd go and take the whole package you know, he'd take a 12-gauge and get a couple guys. He'd go to the drop point, and he'd, he'd snatch the whole thing, and then he sold it back to them. And I'm thinking, that's what Taliban's going to do. 
They're going to come up to Joe Biden and sell all that shit back to us. No, they're not going to. No, no, no. Well, I don't know because you know how how Biden is. Well, we'll give you some money. We'll buy him back from you. No, you don't pay him. You pay me in cash. Well, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to make deals with the Taliban. They're going to pay him in cash, and then they're going to release some people from Gitmo. And you know, we're we're trying to we're just trying to get this military equipment back off of the off of the Taliban so that they don't have Black Hawk helicopters. (laughs) And now the Chinese have them, you know, and they probably already opened a production line and they're probably using yeah. slave labor to run it you know but that's okay that, that's all right uh aye, aye, aye. a former navy nuclear engineer ralph i wish you're here man uh, who reportedly had access to military secrets has been charged with trying to pass classified information to a foreign government according to court documents unsealed on sunday the doj charged jonathan toby and his wife, Diana Toby, with violating the Atomic Energy Act by allegedly trying to pass along secrets pertaining to the designs of U.S. nuclear submarines. Toby reportedly had never actually been in contact, look at it, doesn't this sound familiar, with a foreign government, and unwittingly communicated with FBI agents and passed along sensitive military secrets in a scheme that stretched nearly a year reports National Public Radio. The 42-year-old former lieutenant in the Navy and his wife, 45, sold restricted information concerning the design of nuclear-powered warships to someone they believed was a representative of an unnamed foreign power, according to federal law enforcement officials. The FBI picked up on Toby's attempts to reach a foreign agent just after he had left the Navy, according to court records. Toby had clearance to access classified documents through the Department of Defense. Now, why would I believe the FBI on this? Did the FBI give it to China? Or, you know, is he, is Chris Ray compromised by the communist Chinese like Joe Biden is? Well, you know, did they take this information and give it to the Chinese? I'm sorry, Chris, you ruined the FBI. You're the enemy. I don't trust you. You should all turn your weapons in. I completely agree. My thing is, you look back at, okay, Chelsea Manning, uh, Snowden. I mean, all these people did basically this. It did worse, much worse, uh, as far as I'm concerned, because we had agents in the field, and they basically ratted them out by releasing those documents. I, I don't care if you, you I know, put you them in say, two different. I put them in two separate categories. I think Chelsea Manning should have been executed. Uh, I think they both should have been. I don't, know. I, I, I don't want to hear about that privacy bullshit. That, that's complete garbage. You, you know, it, it doesn't bother you that the NSA spied on citizens. You don't think that they did? No, I you know don't think they, that did. they do it, and you don't think they do it every day. I know they. Do, I mean, but, but the thing is, when he divulged that information, he exposed. He did go to Russia. Asset. He did go to Russia. He, he had a run. He had a run to Russia. Yeah. But he exposed. You know, he exposed agents that were in the field that were undercover. You know, to get killed, and yeah. many of them did. So, Fair as far enough. as I'm concerned, that's Fair much enough. more heinous than what they did. I mean, what they did is Rosenberg's. I mean, they should be hung too. So right. Don't get me wrong, but my point is, it's a shame you can't go to somebody. And I think that's why he did it too, because I don't think that kind of information. If you went to Washington with that information, you'd ne- you'd never leave Washington. They they'd find you in a dumpster somewhere. You know that that's that's I I. I hear exactly what you're saying, though. 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, th- there were people that lost their lives. I mean, actually lost lives. Yeah. It's not a... a still a, are. Know, still are, by the way. Yeah, I mean... Not just because of that, but because of, that, because of our standing in the world right now. Oh, well, the fact that our we have a commander-in-chief who's a complete coward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a little update to this story, too. The U.S. traders who gave away secrets on U.S. submarines to a foreign power had a Black Lives Matter sign in their front yard. So if you don't think they're Marcus, Marxist, there you go. I mean, that's that's it right there. But that's that's why I say, you know, when when the FBI got involved in this political thing and proved themselves to be unworthy of any respect or any credibility or any authority, uh, that was all because of the people at the top of the FBI. You agents, shame on you for staying quiet over a pension, over a, over a, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's clear. The thing is, if, if these agents would start standing up and some of them would. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Throw a spine and just say, this is what's going on. You know, you, you might lose your pension and whatnot, but the American people will rally around and you start a GoFundMe page or something like that. You'll, you'll get money. Sure. You know, you're not going to go poor by, by outing these criminals. You're going to go poor by covering for them. And, 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 your, and, your, and your agency gets, gets aborted, you know, gets, exactly. gets, gets taken out. It's unreal. It is. You ought to have some bravery like Taiwan. Amid unprecedented aggression from communist China, Taiwan's president, She Jingwen, said the country will not bow down to pressure amid calls for reunification. During a speech honoring the country's founding on Sunday, Tsai called for maintaining the status quo with China. Our position on cross-strait relations remains the same. Neither our goodwill nor our commitments will change, she said. We call for maintaining the status quo, and we will do our utmost to prevent the status quo from being unilaterally altered. That is courage right there. I mean, that really is. That That's something that has made me, anyone who's listened to the show for a long time, knows that Hong Kong and Taiwan scare me, man. I mean, that's, that's something that... Uh, who can you imagine having to support that? I mean, that would be a world war right off the bat. Oh yeah, uh, you know, just because of how many people, including the United States, maybe especially the United States, would be torn because so many Americans have pissed all over their country and sent all their workforces to China. 
You know, these are the rich in our country, ladies and gentlemen. These are the ones that don't pay taxes, to quote the Democrats, uh, that have all their uh, money tied up in Chinese labor. And you got to wonder, I mean, would the Democrat Party be against the United States and against Taiwan for China? It's possible. Absolutely. I think so, too. I think so, too. Without a doubt. You know? Especially this crowd. Because, I mean... you know, and that's another thing. It just came to me. What, when are we going to hear about Fang Fang? <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, you're not. The, the, I mean, the I, I, Swalwell thing explodes right before the election and nothing. I was talking to my neighbors about that today, man. I want to see him. I said, you know, before I die, I want to see Swalwell in handcuffs. Swalwell and Schiff and Ray. Oh, yeah. I want to see these guys locked up or better. Because what they're putting our country through is hideous. It's well, almost they, as bad as the news people. The news people ought to be right next to them. Well, I don't understand how either one of those guys have, well, number one, have the audacity to get in front of a microphone and, and say that they speak for anybody in the United States. <laughs> California. They're both from California. Exactly. And that, that says everything you need to know. We got Swalwell. We got... Uh, Schiff, we got Nancy. On our side, we got McCarthy. I mean, come on, McCarthy. His freaking landlord is Frank Luntz. (laughs) You know? I mean, literally. That's where he rents his place, off of Frank Luntz. That's a real winner, too. Uh, But our cities are catching hell. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes in the dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Get it. It's the Chicago Report with Ward Miller. Yay! At least 44 people were shot in Chicago over the weekend, and at least three of those people have died. A man was killed and four others wounded in a mass shooting along a bustling stretch of Wicker Park early Sunday, police said. So I guess that was the big shooting. That was the, that was a mass shooting. It was more than four. Can you, I, think, um, I mean, think, I think of the logistics. Of think of the logistics of 44 shot. That would be like PTSD for a lot of people to witness that, to witness half well, of that. The thing is, this is every week, dude. I know. I mean, and this is just the weekend. I'm not even, we're not even reporting on what happens the rest of the week, Monday through Friday. This is just Friday through Sunday. If you look this at the deaths. 44 people were shot in three days. <laughs> and it's not just in Chicago. I mean, if you, no. if you look at the, 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 the shoot, the murder rate has soared this year. I mean, it has soared. The, the, the rates are higher this year. Than like everybody we lost in Iraq and Afghanistan. I mean, I'm not exactly sure that that's a true statement, but we're getting close. Well, well if it's not, the thing is, I mean, there were times during the Iraqi War where there were more people shot in Chicago over a weekend yeah. than there were shot in in Afghanistan and Iraq during the height of the war. I know, I know. I was there for the surge, man. I mean, it. I remember looking at those maps, and they had a little star cluster. They had a, a map of Iraq, and they had little graphics everywhere there was a car ball. Everywhere there was an IED against U.S. forces. 
And I mean, the first six months, there was 85, 90 of them every day. Now, there wasn't always a death, but there was always a blown up truck. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it was, uh, I got to mess with those too. That was fun. The blown up trucks. There's a lot you got to do with them. But <laughs> anyway, I won't, I won't, I won't spread the misery. Uh, so we have a, a if you're uh, sensitive to the F bomb, you're going to want to turn your radio down for about 30 seconds. I got a, another report from College Football World. Uh, let's listen. I'll shorten it up a little bit. That was at the University of... Oh, no, wait a minute. Hold on a second. That was... Ward, that was from Rome, Italy. <laughs> as they passed the U.S. Embassy. That's beautiful. That's crazy, what? man. I, everybody hates you, Joe. Every, you know, even the was, Democrats hate you. Well, that was the problem. The Secret Service had to drag him away because he was trying to join in. <laughs> Probably was, man. He thinks all these people want to want to make whoopee with him. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> Come and let me smell your hair, Clarice. Oh, God, he's so sickening, man. He's horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, I mean, we're going to go to Joe Blasio next, de Blasio. Uh, but first, I saw something uh, that kind of blew me away here. Um, wow. It's from John Binder. And he says, basically, that inmates... Think of think of de Blasio and what he's been doing and, and Biden and, and Kumo and his replacement. Inmates have seized near total control over entire units at New York City's infamous Rikers Island Jail, a report details. Mayor That's Bill crazy. de Blasio has long claimed he will shutter the jail. And he'll take care of New York and build prisons in New York City neighborhoods to house inmates. That's ingenious. It is. A New York Times report today reveals the extent to which the city's most violent inmates awaiting trial. Rikers Island is like a giant county jail, folks, and it's like its own city. It's huge, obviously, on an island. But these people are allowed to wander freely run food distribution, and commit more crimes. Detainees in some buildings have seized near total control over entire units, deciding who can enter and who can leave them. Records and interviews show, the Times reports. In other buildings, they have wandered in and out of staff break rooms and similarly similarly restricted areas with some flouting rules against smoking tobacco and marijuana. Sometimes they have answered phones that were supposed to be manned by guards. Several have stolen keys and used them to free others in custody who went on to commit slashings and other acts of violence. To guards, detainees, and their lawyers, the most striking aspect of the current dysfunction at Rikers Island is the extent to which incarcerated people seem to run parts of the complex. On five occasions, five occasions in the past 18 months, incarcerated people who should have been confined or closely supervised were instead free to commit violent acts. 
And even in one instance, according to the Times, an inmate was able to leave an unlocked cell and take pepper spray off a food cart, which he then used to spray staff with following a fight in June 2020. So it's been going on since last summer when Black Lives Matter was running amok. In another case, a nurse was beaten by an inmate after he was able to open a security gate. One former inmate interviewed by the Times said he was starved for two days while at Rikers Island because a gang of inmates were controlling food distribution in his unit and would not allow him to eat. The same inmate said he watched one day as a group of inmates nearly beat to death another inmate in an area that was not being guarded. For months amid staffing shortages, reports have circulated that inmates had been effectively running Rikers Island. Last month, a report detailed how parties and overdoses at Rikers have become the norm. De Blasio, for years, has laid out plans to shut down Rikers Island and move inmates into jails that would be built in New York City neighborhoods in Brooklyn. Okay, there you go. AOC, you got your own freaking jail. Queens and the Bronx, whichever one she lives in. The Bronx, I think. Who knows? Yeah, whichever, whichever one that she ran Amazon out of, she's going to get a jail <laughs> Right. Instead. There you go. Residents have protested de Blasio's plans. Rikers Island holds nearly 5,000 inmates daily. The majority have mental health issues. Well, here, here's, um, my here's, God. Something, here's something I got to say about that. Because, you know, everybody loses their mind about, you know, because have you noticed the uptick in, on the news about all the shootings? There's a shooting in Minnesota. I mean, and that comes on our, our regular news. It's like, okay, somebody got shot in Minnesota. Somebody's right. going to get shot somewhere. It doesn't matter. My point is they, they, they keep focusing on the guns and, you know, these are prisons, man. You know, th- this just goes to show you if a, if a man wants you dead and he wants to commit violence and harm you, having a gun doesn't mean a damn thing to him. You know, people are stabbed and, and, and killed daily in, in these prisons. Nobody, I mean, it doesn't get reported often, but I mean, it happens. Sure it does. And, you know, because even in a place that's locked down where you're not supposed to have any weapons, look, these guys are smoking weed and then they're having parties and shit. And where do you think all that comes from? It comes from the guards. It comes from the staff. Sure. But my my question is, okay, are, are there still guards there? <laughs> and, I mean, if, if these dudes are like running amok like that, it, well, either A, the guards aren't doing their jobs, or B, the, the guards are complicit. I mean, that, I mean that's the only two. That's the only I two mean, options, right? I well, I think I don't. I wouldn't say that the guards are complicit. I would say that the leaders, if they don't, if you're a, if you're in a position like that, all the way up to a cop, no matter what level, and your boss, and your supervisors, aren't going to stand behind you when you do something righteous. You're going to quit doing righteous shit. You know what I mean? I mean, these guys are, are like, well, if I if I whack him, because understand prisons and jails, there's no guns in there. All right? These guards don't have guns. They have access to guns for a riot situation, but they're not walking around armed with anything other than a stick, maybe. Well, that's my point, though. I mean, if, if Riker Island is at the point where they have people walking around freely, Somebody ain't doing their job. And it starts with and, de Blasio. I mean, de Blasio has already, you know, pretty much let everybody know that he's all about criminals. <laughs> I mean, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, look, look at look at last summer. 
you know, and look at the cops turning their back on him. You know he's not going to support anybody in that system. So they're sitting there. Well, I think that that was one of the things is because every time that he had any kind of a speech since that point with the cops, you know, when that cop got shot or whatnot, they turned their back on him every time. And he is at the point where he he doesn't even want to speak at these events because he has that, you know, stigma of, you know, the cops are going to turn their back. This is going to be a terrible photo op for him. Yeah. That he's going to have what, to deal with. What mayor can be successful when he doesn't have the police force behind him? I mean, he can't. It's impossible, man. They're not. But, I mean, you look at these police forces, and there's hard. They, every one of them's bleeding in a Democrat-controlled area. Yeah, there, ours is too, Ward. Ours oh, is bleeding. Because, because they know that the, the, the guy at the top doesn't have their yeah. back. I mean, they and, already they already had think, a couple I, years ago had to make it to where the city cops in Pittsburgh don't even have to live in the city anymore, and none of them do. They all moved out. I mean, the firefighters yeah. still have to live in the city. They bought the houses that the cops were selling. My son did that. Bought a house off of a cop that moved to Mount Lebanon or something. You know, yeah. they, they they don't want any part of it uh, because it's it's hard. I, I'm sure. Can you imagine being a jail guard in New York City ward? No, I couldn't even think of that. That that's. Uh, I mean, you're committing suicide, man. You're going to go in front of that. Anything happens, and you have to go in front of that attorney general or district attorney, rather, that's suing Trump every other day. You're yeah. toast, man. You're toast. Well, it, I mean, it, it, there'd be no difference than we doing it here in Pennsylvania because Shapiro would throw you in jail just indeed. to look at you. And that's why the cops are out. That's why they had enough. I mean, these people are uh, – uh, and it's not just that. I mean, it, it's 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 our schools. I, I mean, I had a neighbor down here that moved uh, to Pittsburgh from Virginia because the cost of living was so much cheaper here. The quality- It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your life was so much better. But once he had his fifth kid... And his fifth kid was ready to go into high school, and he had to pay for Catholic school for five of them. He couldn't afford it anymore. Oh, God, no. Because he wasn't going to public schools. He wasn't sending the kids to these freaking liberal communist factories uh, we call public schools, you know, which but, is basically what they are. Yeah, but the, those public, uh, those private schools ain't cheap either, man. No, I know they're not. I sent my kids to them. I know. But, you know, I only had two. I didn't have five. But I, I think it's even more now, dude. I'm sure it because, is. Like Central, Central's like sixteen grand a year. 
and it was six. Back in the day, when my kids were in high school, it was six, and now it's when 16. I was there, it was twelve. I, I paid twelve fifty my senior year. I think that's what I did too. It wasn't that much. It was I think it was eight hundred when I went, but that was in different dollars now. That oh, was absolutely. in nineteen seventy five dollars. I mean, granted, granted, but sixteen grand. Oh, I know, a man. kid, and and the place sells out. Right. Yeah. There's a waiting. I mean, list. it's standing room only. It's 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 like, hey, you want to you fail out? We got another guy waiting to take your spot, dude. That's true. That's absolutely right. So anyway, um, there's that. Uh, it's something to think about. Um, I'm not really done though with the Blasio. This is kind of hard to hear to understand, but basically, this is the uh, Columbus Day. Uh, De Blasio shows up. In case you never watched television in your life, New York City has a lot of Italians, and Columbus Day is like second only to Christmas with Italians. Uh, it's it's the biggest holiday. I mean, it's the one that you know they relate to the most. You know, when it comes to uh, where they're from, uh, maybe yeah, he's with the exception of, of Italy, right? With the exception maybe of San Gennaro, but uh, he showed up. <laughs> he showed up at this at this parade, uh, and he got some Biden treatment. Happy Columbus Day, Mr. Mayor. you piece of garbage. A bunch of people cheered for him. My no, word, man. No, games, man. no, they ain't messing around, man. They're not messing around at all. Not at all. But, I mean, he's a client. De Blasio is a, a uh, complete – and that's not even his real name. I I, I think we I, – I, remember we did a thing during the, during the beginning of Steel City Resistance. We, we talked about him, and De Blasio is not even his real name. It's something else. He's kind of like a Beto, right? <laughs> yeah. Where they he, he has work. this entire backstory, a Mexican that nobody knows Irish about guy. because he changed his name. Yeah, yeah, De Blasio. He's a he's something else, man. I'll, I'll tell you. I, I don't. Uh, you know what though? You know what? Hey, New York, you did it to yourselves, man. Yeah, you did, you, just you, like you, here, just like Pittsburgh, you did it to yourselves. You, you get what you asked for. That's man. right, man. That's right. These rich white liberals, man, in Pittsburgh are going to get this Ed Gainey elected, and he's uh, he's a grifter, man. He, you know what he is? I'll tell you right now. He ain't nothing but a black Bill Peduto. He's worse than that. I mean, and, he's and not even. That. He's and a, I'm he's not a even thief. A, he's a uh, thief. Yeah. He, he sits on that urban redevelopment authority. And for people not from the area, what that is, is if you're going to give any grants or anything like that or any, you, you, gotta, you can't give it to Homewood. You got to give it to the urban redevelopment authority and then Burgess skims it and Ganey skims it and they all skim it and there's nothing left for the neighborhood. They give the neighborhood a turkey at Thanksgiving or something. That's the same damn thing that the Department of Education does. And Peduto, speaking of Peduto, it's it's so it's such a uh top-down situation. Peduto gets to pick everybody that's on the urban redevelopment authority. You know, there's so no sure election, no vetting, or none of that. So he's getting yeah. paid too, probably. I'm sure he's getting. Oh yeah, he ain't doing that out of the kindness of his heart, dude. No, uh-uh. he's getting paid. So anyway, like like we said, you get what you what you ask for. Um, 
All right. Uh, do I want to do this yet, or do I want to uh, let's let's go to this first? Um, uh, this is a little scary, Ward. This is a little scary. I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, and you know what? We're going to do it after the break, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Cold War Radio. Rest in peace, Ralph K. My man, we miss you. We're going to miss you. Uh, with Ward Miller and Hutch Bailey Jr., don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. One America News Network, your leading source for the latest breaking national and international news. With nearly four times as many headlines as the other networks. Straight news, no speculation, no opinion, just the facts. Complete coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. One American News Network, your source for credible news. The very First Amendment in the Constitution of the United States of America gives us the freedom to express our opinions and ideas in many ways. Speech can be weak, speech can be strong. Speech can be words, speech can be song. Speech can breed love, speech can breed hate. Speech can be poor, speech can be great. There are so many things that speech can be. But above all else, speech must be free. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, McCormick Foundation, and this station. A representative republic, not a democracy. Cold War Radio celebrates and defends this. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr., your host. Ward, Sal, and Jack are my wingmen, and your live calls let it all make sense. Join us, Cold War Radio, live on Spreaker and forever on all podcast platforms. Years from now, some of them may look back and ask themselves whether they've made the right choice, whether they've made the most of the opportunities they've been given. Together, we have the same mission. Over the course of your life, you will find that things are not always fair. You will find that things happen to you that you do not deserve and that are not always warranted. But you have to put your head down and fight, fight, fight. Never, ever, ever give up. Don't give in. Don't back down. And never stop doing what you know is right. Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. And the more righteous your fight, the more opposition that you will face. In your hearts are inscribed the values of service, sacrifice, and devotion. Now you must go forth into the world and turn your hopes and dreams into action. America has always been the land of dreams because America is a nation of true believers. When the pilgrims landed at Plymouth, they prayed. When the founders wrote the Declaration of Independence, they invoked our Creator four times. Because in America, we don't worship government, we worship God. It is why our currency proudly declares in God we trust. And it's why we proudly proclaim that we are one nation under God. The story of America is the story of an adventure that began with deep faith, big dreams, and humble 
beginnings. The next generation of American leaders never, ever give up. There'll be times in your life you'll want to quit, never quit. Never stop fighting for what you believe in and for the people who care about you. Carry yourself with dignity and pride. Man the best from yourself. The more people tell you it's not possible, that it can't be done, the more you should be absolutely determined to prove them wrong. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. You must keep pushing forward. And always have the courage to be yourself. America is better when people put their faith into action. Pray to God and follow his teachings. Today, each of you begins a new chapter as well. When your story goes from here, it will be defined by your vision, your perseverance, and your grit. You will build a future where we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say. You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. As long as you have pride in your beliefs, courage in your convictions, and faith in God, then you will not fail. As long as America remains true to its values, loyal to its citizens, and devoted to its creator, then our best days are yet to come. the class of 2017. May God bless the United States of America. And I just want to let you know that God blesses you. And I want to just say you are special in every way. God bless you and God bless America. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I spent more time on my hands and knees picking through rugs, um, smoking anything that re- even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone, <laughs> anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. <laughs> the son of the President of the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen.
And now, ladies and gentlemen, live from Pittsburgh Studio Number One, it's Cold War Radio. Here's your host, Hutch Bailey Jr. All right, here we go. Get into the second hour. Let me welcome Ward Miller to the program. If you're just tuning in, good evening, Ward. Good evening, Hutch. Getting ready to get into it, man. Never give up. That was the theme. That was the theme. But apparently, the Pentagon software chief has resigned. uh, And it's a little chilling what he said in his resignation. And Nicholas Chalin, the first person to hold the position of Chief Software Officer, CSO, of the United States Air Force, resigned last week to protest the slow pace of technological development for the American military. I'm glad this came uh, on a Monday, Ward, because I know your background in, in, uh, in software and things of that nature. In an interview yesterday, he warned... China has developed a dangerous lead over the United States in cyber warfare, especially artificial intelligence, AI technology. This, this is the part that made me put this on the show. We have no competing fighting chance against China in 15 to 20 years, period. Right now, it's already a done deal. It's already over, in my opinion, Chalian told the Financial Times yesterday in his first interview since leaving his post. Chalian, and I'd love to see this guy. Is he from America, or or did we import him? I don't know. Chalian said, "Cyber." his name is C-H-A-I-L-L-A-N. Never saw that name before. Which doesn't mean anything. I'm a bigot and all, but uh, he said that, Cyber warfare could end up being more important to the balance of global, global power than kinetic warfare, you think? And criticized the Pentagon for spending heavily on physical weapons while underestimating China's growing cyber advantage. He warned that some crucial U.S. government agencies have kindergarten-level network defenses. Jalen said part of the problem is that American tech—this is—, this is, this is Damn, this is, this is it right here. Jalen said part of the problem is that American tech companies like Google, who owns YouTube, and are getting ready to kill my channel because I said the election was stolen, are reluctant to assist the United States Defense Department with cutting-edge AI research, while Chinese megacorporations are required by law to give the People's Liberation Army, PLA, you've heard about them for years here on this show, anything and everything they want. He warned, Chinese companies are making massive investment into AI without ethical restraints, a concern others... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have raised by noting China does not hesitate to harvest vast amounts of data about consumers, including foreigners, that's you, ladies and gentlemen, and probably delivered by the FBI to China, and dump it into AI research projects. The Chinese are feeding terabytes of data into their expert systems akin to nourishing plants with high-quality fertilizer while Western competitors are slowed by privacy concerns. The Financial Times noted other officials have warned about China's growing prowess with militarized AI, but they usually speak in terms of America losing its edge in a decade or so, while Chalin argued it was already gone and recovering it might be impossible. Um, your comments before I go on, Ward, because this is going to get a little worse. Well, here's my problem with a lot of this stuff in the military, especially when it comes to computers and whatnot. Uh, I don't think that the military should be buying computers that are parts are made in China. Oh, but uh, they do. I mean, oh, absolutely. They do. Absolutely. And, and it's funny because when I was in the military, I was for a little bit, I did contract management. And one of the, the bits that they had in I almost every contract I saw was, all the parts and everything had to be American made. Oh, every we're well contract past I that. saw, well past yeah, that. Well, I mean, now in in their defense, this was 1987, so they felt as though, <laughs> you know, back then they could request stuff like that. Now right. everything's made in China, but I mean, that's part of it. And the other part is like you have these these companies. I mean, and what was that? Hawaii or Huawei or some crap like that it's it's a chinese uh phone company and uh president trump put them on the not it's kind of like the no-fly list right you can't buy right. their stuff uh, you know the government can't buy their stuff because it it, it known spyware in it man. Oh, i mean it, it, it basically and... listens to you sure yeah you, you know so uh, i mean i that's my problem with the whole thing it's you know, I, I don't think you have a lot of these generals and whatnot that, that have the money and they make the decisions and they're the guys that go, you know what? I really don't understand computers. Oh, and there's so many of those people, man. I mean, I'm, yeah. And, let, me and go, mean, let me go through and, the rest and, of this and then we'll pick this but back the thing, up. But, but my point is in 2000, that was a legitimate excuse. I, you know, I just don't get it. This is 20 years later, man. No, After know, 20 years, you should be able to get it. I know. I mean, we're we're late fifties, sixties, and we're doing it. You know, I mean, I'm I'm no expert, but I mean, we have a show every other night. You know, and it, it's out there. I mean, it's not like some of these yeah, people. But, but, I mean, think of Congress, man. Think of Joe Biden. You think he has a, an iPhone? <laughs> oh dear God, he has one of them them phones that you pull on a string. Yeah, and, and the what, eyes what? go up and down. <laughs> One of those Bob O'Connor phones in a bag. Uh, yeah, he called. He, 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 
calls it Hunter, and he just drags it around on the floor behind him. He's so smart. He is smart. Come on, Hunter. Michael Groen, a Marine Corps Lieutenant General and Director of the Defense Department's Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, told a conference last week he wanted to field AI across the military in an incremental way, saying its adoption would require a culture shift within the military. His comments come after U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin said in July his department urgently needs to develop responsible artificial intelligence as a priority. Now, before I say this next clause, because it's not a whole sentence, uh, Breitbart, you should listen to what I just said and get some editors that know how to write English because you guys are damn near illiterate. I'm sorry, you just are. But anyway, um, you heard the $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill and all these trillions of dollars are throwing around. But the military has got this artificial intelligence in Lloyd Austin as a priority, adding a new $1.5 billion investment. Doesn't that sound like chump change? $1.5 billion when we're listening to all these other things, investment, yeah. that would accelerate. <laughs> you know, and that's five years. That's five years of spending. But if you think about it for a second, back, you know, in the you know, 80s, 90s, when they start talking about budgets and whatnot, it was all in the millions. <laughs> right. And the billions and it, it, were, it, it, God forbid you got $100 billion. That was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it, it didn't really get to the billions till probably about 2006. 2007, I think the first time I heard trillion. Billions. Yeah, the first trillion no, I'm saying I heard billions. was. Right, right. Yeah, but the, the first trillion I heard was just recent. George W. Bush was the first trillion I heard at the end of his his uh, term. And then Obama, man, I mean, George W. Bush had a debt of $850 billion. And by the end of Obama's like second year, it was ten trillion, man. It was like Obama. They, uh, oh, these people—they—they they hate America, man. They do. They want to kill the middle class, and they're doing it. Let me get through a couple more of these things. But but Lloyd Austin, this is—you heard what China does. Lloyd Austin committed that his department would not cut corners on safety, security, or ethics. That means they're not going to do anything, ladies and gentlemen. And if you think Lloyd Austin has ethics, I'm sorry, I can't help you. A spokesperson for the Department of the Air Force said Frank Kendall, Secretary of the U.S. Oh, here's my answer. Secretary of the U.S. Air Force had discussed with Chalen his recommendations for the department's future software development following his resignation and thanked him for his contributions. Chalen, <laughs> a 37-year-old naturalized U.S. citizen, who founded his first company in France when he was 15 and helped develop the popular website scripting language, PHP, served as a special advisor for Internet Security to DOD and Homeland Security before coming senior software czar for the Air Force in 2018. When he announced his plans to retire in early September, I should say, Chilon wrote a scathing memo criticizing the lack of funding and interagency cooperation for cyber defense. Listen to this. At this point, I am just tired of continuously chasing support and money to do my job. My office still has no billet. That means he doesn't have an office. And no funding. 
this year and the next, he wrote. Jalen said his underfunded office was unempowered to fix basic IT issues, and he was given unreasonably short deadlines to correct major issues without the necessary resources. After all the talk and continue, you get the picture. I mean, this is something that I, I was stunned by the fact that he was like, all right, we already lost. I'm like, that's not American. Well, that doesn't sound right, man. I, we already lost. No. You know, no, that doesn't sound that. right. I I think that it could be turned around, but the You got to put more than $1.5 into it. Well, no. I think that the powers that be have to start taking this stuff seriously. And Indeed. I think that that's what happens is it's one of them cases where the squeaky wheel gets the most grease, right? It, you know, nobody thinks about, you know, cybersecurity and all that crap. Then, oh, God, T-Mobile got hacked and all this information got released. And then everybody goes, oh, well, maybe we should look into securing stuff. So and what do they do? What do they, let's, can't get in. let's talk about what they do when they do that. They, they make every employee waste two hours of their job sitting down to a canned class where they have to listen to cyber the same cybersecurity because I had to do it every single year for freaking 10 years. I had to yeah. sit there and take this cybersecurity bullshit that all it was was common sense. You know, yeah. don't, don't give your cell phone to somebody else. Take your cat card out of your computer before you leave your office. On and on and on and on. Uh, yeah. But you call the IT guys and they're half stupid. You know, I mean, at least it might, not all of them. I mean, but it, it was like they had three, three words in their manual and it was control, alternate, delete. And if that didn't work, they ghosted your computer, took everything off your hard drive and you had to start all over again. Yeah. You know, well, it was horrible. I mean, the thing is the, the, the people that go into the military and say, okay, I want to get into, I want to do something with computers. They want to do, they want to be programmers. They want to be, uh, you know, flying drones and that kind of thing. They don't want to be the tech guy that comes up and goes, Hey, there's, you know, Sarge, I got to fix your printer. They're not those right. guys. No, I know. you know, the, the guys that have the talent for this stuff are going, I want to be a developer. I want to be, you know, a, a keyboard. But the, the thing I'm is not, the military, I don't want to go fix printers and the military doesn't have any expertise organically. All they do is what you said at the beginning. They contract it out. Yeah. You know, they, they give it to the lowest bidder, man. I mean, it's, it, it's, and I mean, it, really, and, and the whole government's really like this. You go to any service and the real people doing the real IT are from some company, man. They're not Air Force people or they're not Army yeah. people. And they're damn sure not Marines. Just kidding, Rocky. Had to do that, though. Uh, you know, these are people, <laughs> these are people from corporations, from, from the military industrial complex. They probably were in the military for two years down at, at Fort Lee or something, you know, well, but that's it. The other thing too, is you got to remember, think about this for a second. The, the, most of the people, most of the kids that are into computers and whatnot are complete geeks. So you're not going to get them in the military in the first place, you know? Uh, so it's one of them things where, what, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Right. And, and, uh, I want to, I want to, uh, 
direct everybody to the chat room. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this program via podcast and it's later than the 11th of October, 2021, you can go back to uh, CWRK84 episode and you can access the chat room from uh, Spreaker.com slash CWR, I think it is. Uh, Search for Cold War Radio, look for K84, and you can scroll in the chat room, and the obituary for Ralph J. Kirkhart Jr. from Park Hills, Missouri, uh, is listed in there. Uh, And there's a place where you can send flowers and all that. Uh, I'm not going to read this out of privacy concerns. Uh, However, like I said, you can go in there uh, and... And check it out. Thank you very much, Rocky. That was uh, that was smooth, man. That was that was a good deal. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, now my thought process is all ate up. Uh, no, it's not. Here we go. So uh, anyway, uh, it's a little scary, Ward. And and I know, you know, there's not a whole lot of money. I mean, there's money in software, but not like there is in tanks. No, absolutely. And, and planes and bullets and all that. Well, that's the problem because the army doesn't think about, well, I got to secure, you know, the perimeter of my, of the Pentagon or the perimeter of whatever it's, I'm going to, I'm going to get a bunch of tanks. I'm going to blow something up. Right. And I'm going to get a kickback. And and the, and and the thing is, and that's the general core too, because they don't get computers. I'm so tired of hearing people say, I I just don't understand a computer. How how can you still say that? I have neighbors that come to me and ask me stuff. You know, <laughs> oh, I know you work in computers. So, and, and then they, they lay out something that's just completely, you know, and it's like, did, did you try rebooting it? What do you, what do you mean rebooting it? My computer doesn't have boots. What do you mean? Yeah. You mean? And it's like, really, seriously, dude, you, it's, this isn't the, you know, the, the early two thousands, you know, computers have been around for quite some time now. Yeah. So I, I you, remember when I first started in computers, man, I had a, I don't even know what it was called. It was a an old the IBM. It was an eighty eighty eight processor. I mean, it was yeah. I had sucker, one of those. Had Hercules graphics. It was all. Oh, it yeah. was all eight uh, bit amber. Amber. It was you know the, the monochrome. Uh, the monitor. I had the green. I had the monochrome green. There you go. I mean, it, it was uh, it was DOS, man. I knew DOS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. C yeah. colon slash. I mean, it was crazy, man. I'd sit on that thing for six hours. It'd be like, I'd look at the clock, man, it's four o'clock. I got to go to work. You know, that's how long everything took, you know. Uh, But anyway, okay, let's let's go to Steve Bannon, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a a nice-sized segment uh, about some of the things that are going on. I want you to listen to Steve Bannon. He has Jack Persobic on, and and this is going to deal with – we've got a a bleak – bleak Christmas ahead. But ladies and gentlemen, it's the 11th of October. Uh, We're Americans and we can make Christmas good for our families and our circle. I'm going to talk about that after the clip, uh, but let's listen to Steve Bannon and Jack Persobic. Carnage, economic uh, collapse, economic anarchy. Um, the numbers of Joe Biden, we're going to get into all of it today. But The Economist, not, not The War Room, not National Pulse, not Human Events. We're about to bring the senior editor, Jack Posobiec, on from Human Events. No, 
It's the revered economist. Remember, this is the tip sheet for the party of Davos. What is their headline? The shortage economy, right? The shortage economy. America has to prepare right now because we're here to tell you, we always tell you tomorrow's news today and over the other, look over the other side of the hill. Get ready for the bleakest, darkest Christmas in living memory. This is beyond, Peter Navarro's got a great piece in the Washington Times that this is far beyond stagflation. We're entering into another phase. It's all the convergent forces. Remember, elections have consequences. Illegal elections have catastrophic. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Consequences and the catastrophic consequences are coming, and here's who's going to be crushed. Working class people in this country, working class Hispanics, working class African Americans, particularly. This is going to be the bleakest, darkest Christmas in living memory. You have to go back to the 70s, and it's going to, pay, it's going to make that, it's going to pale in comparison to that. Or this is going to make that pale in comparison. You now have work stoppages all over the place. You have apartheid. You, let's face it. You have vaccine apartheid in New York City. I think I saw a statistic. 75% of African-American males, 18 to, to, to 40, are not vaccinated, and they're not going to get vaccinated. You got the pilot shorts, you got all of it. So we're going to come at this from a couple of different angles today. By the way, happy Columbus Day, right? A holiday for some, working day for the war room. I want to bring in Jack Posobiec now, uh, senior editor of Human Events. Posobiec, and here's what corporate America, Southwest Airlines has got to understand. They've got to stop lying, okay? They have to stop lying. I don't care. You, you should not be worried about your stock price. You have to tell people the truth. Their corporate executives are saying this is because of weather and FAA, and it was 1,000 flights. That's a lie. It's 2,000 flights at least. In fact, I think Jack Posobiec and the Posobiec family have uh, been down there in Amfest in, in, in Florida are, are, are hit by this. Posobiec, uh, what's going on? Give me the truth. Tell me the truth of what your sources are telling you. What's going on with this pilot situation? Well, Steve, yeah, you're exactly right. You know, I've got skin in the game on this one. I've got the entire... Uh, the entire Poso Patrol, my whole family is down here. We came down for AmpFest, and we're flying back southwest. We're supposed to be flying back this, uh, this evening. And so I'll tell to all the people out there at Southwest, to the crews, to the pilots, stand strong. We can drive. We can get, make accommodations. Florida's not so bad. I don't mind staying for a couple of more days. This is about medical tyranny. And this country is headed towards an industrial collapse, the scale of which that we haven't seen since the Great Depression. And we have an industrial collapse that leads to a military collapse. Because when you talk about these work stoppages and work shortages, you're also seeing Newport News shipyards. Nobody wanted to pick this up in the mainstream media. But that's your aircraft carriers, that's your refabs, that's your submarines, the tenders, that's all of it, right? You are talking about the national security of the United States of America and our ability to conduct business on a military and a geopolitical scale that's now put at risk. What I've been hearing from Southwest is what they're doing. Now, they can't do a full-on 
work stoppage. That would be considered an illegal work action under the conditions of the Rail Workers Act. But what they're doing is called work to rule, a work to rule slowdown or stoppage. What does that mean? Steve, you're a former naval officer. I'm a former naval officer. That means you follow the letter of the law. Oops, a glass broke. Uh, that means we got to clean that up right now. That means we got to change out the rug. That means you got to call in maintenance. It's following at the strictest interpretation of every single FAA regulation that's out there, number one, so that you can slow down operations and grind it to a halt. Number two, you've got people out because, number one, you've got some people who are complying with the vaccine mandate because they're forced to do it, so they've got to take time off to do that. Obviously, pilots can't fly within 48 hours of taking this thing. We all know why that is. And number three, you've got people who are saying, I don't want this, so if I've got leave built up on the books, if I've got um, you know sick time that I can take, I'm going to call out, I'm going to get out of this because I'm not going to participate in what's going on. But behind the scenes, you've got a broader movement that is now growing. It started with Southwest. It started with several pilots. It's now growing to include, at last I checked, 21 separate airlines, including Amtrak crews, by the way, are now getting involved in this. The air traffic controllers, that's a separate situation, but it's spreading. That is That movement is spreading out. This thing is spiraling faster than anyone in Joe Biden's regime or administration can handle. And by the way, and, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you a word, and ladies and gentlemen, God bless them. God bless Bring the whole damn airline industry down. I don't give a damn. This is something that if we don't stop this tyranny in its tracks, and if that means that we have to suffer for a little bit economically, all right, because they're the ones that are going to ultimately suffer. You know, you end up, you look at what happened. After the Carter administration, you remember Ward, Reagan oh, yeah. blew up the whole thing. Yep, nobody well, wanted Trump. that. Trump, Trump did too. Trump exactly did too. Right. He came in after Obama. It was exactly, almost. Right. I I mean, carbon copy of what the um, only the difference was that Obama. The, the the difference with Obama was that the government isn't stupid, and after the Great Depression and the soup lines that people could take pictures of, and you can still find them today. Uh, They eliminated all that and invented food stamps. So they can secretly have soup kitchens without physically having them. That's where we were during the Obama administration. People were just being able to buy hookers and cigarettes with food stamps. So everybody was all good, but they didn't earn any money. They were just parasites like they are now. That's what... These Democrat-controlled cities are. It's concentrations of parasites with a few people like us, Ward, that are paying the bill. And the people that don't realize it, the people from Westmoreland County and other counties in the state are paying for the parasites in Allegheny County and in Philadelphia County and Bucks County. They just didn't put the dots together yet. But you go out there in central Pennsylvania, where I lived for a long time, and they freaking hate Pittsburgh, and they hate Philadelphia because they know where their money's going. They know they write the check every every year or pay the taxes every year, and they know there's no taxes being spent in Lebanon County, no federal taxes. You know, you got to pay to get your garbage removed there. You know, it, it's different. Uh, yeah. But anyway, hundreds more 
Southwest flights were canceled Monday morning after a brutal weekend of service disruptions as pilots fight the COVID vaccine mandate. Nearly 2,000 Southwest flights were canceled over the weekend, and the cancellations continued into Monday morning. And then also, you swing over to Washington State, and now the crews running ferries in Seattle have started calling out. And that means calling in sick, leading to major cancellations. The cause may be a protest to the state's vaccine mandate coming due October 18th. The Seattle Times reported on Friday that a chronic crew shortage at Washington State Ferries suddenly became a transportation debacle uh, on Friday uh, when the nation's largest ferry system was forced to reduce service on seven of its ten routes uh, while preparing for weeks of missed trips and frustrated passengers. Approximately 140 sailings were canceled Friday, and several were late in what the agency called a rough service day due to lack of crew. And again, I'll say, God bless you all, man. Stay home. Don't don't get forced to take a shot that you don't want to take. You want to take it, then go take it. But if you don't want to take it, uh, use the power that you have and wreck the industry. I mean, we have to start acting the way these miscreants on the left have acted to get half the stuff that they support. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Let's use their their rules against them, right? Exactly. So you you have somebody that says, you know, Biden says, okay, you have to be inoculated in order to have a job. All right, I won't do that job anymore. I'll go find right. a job that I don't have to do that. That's exactly All right. right. So what it does, and you're exactly right, what happens when you have pilots. I mean, there's a finite amount of pilots in the, on the planet. And almost yeah. all of them are patriots, and almost all of them came from the Air Force and the Navy. Yeah, so they're all saying nope. Yep. You know, no, I'm not going to do that. And they're and, not. And, they're not like a patriot. And this is nothing against mechanics because that's what my people are. But this isn't the same as a mechanic, man. No. Not that there's again. Not that there's any lack of patriotism or anything with a lot of mechanics. There's a lot of mechanics, Medal of Honor winners. But yeah. But this is one dude in a plane against the rest of the world. He's patriotic, man. I mean, well, there's the like no. Is, <laughs> when, when they say, when they say, okay, one one you know one pilot calling in is one thing, but you get like the blue flu, uh, you know, type thing where it's kind of organized, and they all say, you know what, great, let let let's teach them a lesson, and they will right? do that. So, that will work, and, and they just did it. Yeah, you just seen them do it. Now the fact that. You know, and Southwest, Southwest, is, Southwest is my favorite airline, by the way, just throwing that but out there. The the fact that they came out and they said, oh, well, it was because of weather and whatnot. Yeah, right. It, it doesn't matter. It, well, the thing is, to, to you and me, it really doesn't matter why. The, right. the planes were canceled. They lost a ton of money. But they like know Grishopi, why they lost a ton of money. So they're going to either, A, step up and go, you know what? Maybe this mandatory thing, well, maybe we got to rethink that. Because – how much? How much money do you think they lose over a weekend? Oh, just in can- fuel. One, one day of canceled flights, right? One day of oh, canceled flights. Yeah, it's a lot. It, it is a lot. And you know what Persobic said was right. 
We, the American people, can handle it. You know, maybe in Pittsburgh, maybe I'm not going to fly to Vegas. Maybe I'm going to drive down to Wheeling, West Virginia and gamble down there. You know, I I don't have to go to Vegas. I don't survive on whether or not Southwest Airlines goes bankrupt or not. I couldn't give two shits. You know what I mean? I mean, I I don't mean that all uh, the way, but I'm saying when it comes to something important, like this freaking clot shot, you know, I can deal with it. Well, you look at at some of these like big time hospitals. It's the same thing. These big it time is. hospitals You're right. in New York. Yeah, the doctors are going. No, I'm not. Even do here, it. even in Pittsburgh. I mean, and, and well, you have a, a double. It's whammy. not mandatory. It's not mandatory here. Okay, it will be. <laughs> Maybe not yet. Well, I hope not. But I, I mean, I, with with the hospitals, you've got another. Additional phenomenon, uh, you got this lockdown that we had and this mass terror. Everybody's so scared that they wouldn't go to the hospital for routine things and lumps on their neck and stuff. And they're all flooding to the hospital now. And and there's a a problem uh, servicing everybody. Well, the other thing, too, is the the people that would have had, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? preemptive testing and whatnot. You know, That's what I'm talking you're, about. You're, you're, yeah, you're one, for example. Yeah, right? but I wasn't, I you, wasn't afraid. I went. No, no, no. That, that's not the point. The point is you went in and ha- got tested early and they find something and they sure. fixed it. Yeah, I didn't you give a, a damn. You have a bunch of other people that <laughs> I didn't give a damn went. about the Rona either, man. I was like, no, 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 hell no. We're not doing it Wednesday. Let's do this Monday. Well, and there's a bunch of people out there that, you know, Canceled their their appointments. Oh, for I know. Colonoscopies. Oh, or, I mean, I'll or tell whatever you. Kind of, that may have actually saved some lives. One of the one of the things that that fascinated me about the VA and the medical community because that's basically my medical community. I mean, now, sure. uh, like Ward will tell you, like all our not all of them, but a vast majority of our hospitals are concentrated in about one square mile. And so there's all these hospitals, Montefiore, Presby, they're all pretty close to each other. Yes, so when I went to the civilian hospitals, which are award-winning, uh, it wasn't as bad, but the VA, man, these people, the people that work there, took this coronavirus fear to an entire new level. I saw this one dude, Ward, that had... I was a radiation protection officer at a certain point in my career. And so I learned about the fully encapsulated suits and the decon and all that. This dude was wearing a suit, Ward, with a freaking, it wasn't a helmet, but it was like a mask that was positive pressure. He had a little motor on the back of his belt that was pumping air into this. It was bizarre, man. I mean, I'm like... Dude, are you serious? I'm over here with no mask. Are you that scared? Yeah, he well, was. He, he was in Mop Four. The the media, well, between the the media and the CDC, the CDC lied to us. They inflated Everybody the of people that died, and so then on top of that, you got the media throwing it into their echo chamber and just screaming all the time. Everybody who gets this will die. Everyone oh, yeah. who gets this will die, and it's like. No, they won't. I know more people who died because or or, or had adverse reactions. We'll say adverse reactions to getting the shot 
I don't know anybody who died from it. Except, I mean, like, I mean, you, you got you know the the people that fall into those categories are you know overweight, old age, blah 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 blah. But for the most part, people that were healthy and whatnot, they fought it off. They right, had had a cold, and they and, Donald and Trump the fought that, it off. He's seventy three years old. I mean, Wayne. And that's the thing I, that I, kills me is you 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 watch the news and stuff, and it's like, oh, you know, this is you know gloom and doom, and everybody's going to die, and it's like nobody's dying. I know. I know, so except for the people that would die if not. I mean, it would be, you know, in 2019 or 2018, all these people would be considered natural causes. Absolutely. Well, no, in fact, Sweden just declared that that, that they're not taking the corona any more, you know, differently than the common right. cold or Indeed. the flu. They said there's no difference. The only difference, the, the only difference to me is the war crime difference. I want to know one of the one of the questions that I have about this whole debacle, you know, and I was talking about this on the Wayne Dupree show, which I'm a member. You can check that out 12 to one live every day or go to rumble or Facebook to the Wayne Dupree show and you can see it. Um, but all the, a lot of times, and it has a lot to do with me, but it's also being on this show. I ask myself when a situation like this comes up, I ask myself, why? Because a lot of times, and Ward knows this, that'll lead you in the right direction to what's going on. When you ask why, and there's another way to state that uh, in capitalist terms, and that's follow the money. And, you know, one thing I can't get past is why in the world would the United States Department of whatever the hell Department Fauci's part of, whatever, because he's part of a couple different agencies. Oh, yeah, NIH. National Institutes of Health and the National Development of the Amalgamated Union Infectious Disease Coordinators or whatever. And, And I'm wondering, why in the hell would the United States government, think about this, folks, why would they collaborate? with the Chinese Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army, who are responsible for 70 million, 70 million people murdered or killed in their own country on an infectious disease at the Wuhan Bio-Warfare bio, bio Center in Wuhan, China. Why the hell would some little Italian dude from New York be over there funding them. I I, I just, I, I can't well, get past that one. That one right there is like, if there was ever a government that would unleash some shit on the human race like that, it's China. Or maybe it's America. Maybe well, they did but, that just so they could point at China. Well, let's take a step back. And, and this goes back to the, the conversation we had earlier. Why isn't anybody going to jail? Fauci lied to the Senate. <laughs> right. He lied. I he know. lied outright. There's there's no two ways about it. He said we did not do uh what is it? Uh proof of gain research. Or gain whatever. of function. Gain of function. Gain of function. That's I, it. I saw something on Facebook today that showed the Clintons, and it's like we know these people have committed numerous felonies, but they're not in jail. So everything's corrupt. 
Well, think about Here's that. the thing. Absolutely. If, if I got something that said, okay, I'm going to subpoena everything in your house. And when the cops showed up and they hand me the subpoena and I grab a baseball bat and I smash my computer, <laughs> you're good, I'm going to go to jail. You're, you're good. Yeah. Right. So let's, let's, let's go back. Let's go back. We're running out of time here. Uh, Hillary Clinton. All right. I, we, we talked at the beginning of the show about the dog face pony soldier uh, that came in front of Congress uh, about Facebook, right? Listen where Hillary wants to go. And and, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you got to go to SteelCityResistance.com and you got to go to the Video 2 page and you'll see a link that says Hillary Clinton, da-da-da-da-da. It says Hillary Clinton says she will never be out of the game of politics and you got to watch, it says two clips, and you got to watch the second clip, the first clip, because, dude, I did not know. They, they got the view, and I'm sorry for bringing the view. I apologize, but I had to do it because Hillary Clinton's on it. But they have the panel war laid out, and I, I even contacted you before the show and said, you got to see this, man. You got to see this because it wasn't the reason. I brought the clip on, but man, ladies and gentlemen, well, you, Whoopi you know, Goldberg, good, good. Well, I was going to say, you know what happened with Whoopi as soon as they finished the clip, a, 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 you know, just a, a group of college students came and tried to push her back into the ocean. She I, I is mean, huge. She is so big and she's wearing this ridiculous clown suit. She's yeah, wearing it's, a it's, totally white. I, I mean, I guess it was pants and a shirt. I, it's hard to tell. She's so fat. She, she looked like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. She did, man. It, it is unbelievable. You have to go. You just needed the little the little sailor <laughs> hat, and she would have been the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I'm sorry. Had, I, I had to hit the cough button. Ladies and gentlemen, I just killed Hutch. You I, did. I you, you almost took me out. Uh, but I'm sure that Whoopi Goldberg's people are whoever runs The View. I don't even know where it's at. But I'm sure they're never going to show something like that again. This was incredibly embarrassing. I, I was, anyway, let's listen to Hillary Clinton. This is what they want to do, folks. Madam Secretary, you mentioned Facebook and the, Madam the Secretary, misinformation my um, campaign. Last week, the uh, Facebook whistleblower testified to the Senate uh, that the company is morally bankrupt for consistently choosing profits over the public good and for spreading misinformation uh, that stoked division in, yeah. in our country. We saw this play out when you ran for president, and it <laughs> seems that things have only gotten worse. Facebook, of course, denies these allegations, but should tech companies be held responsible for any um, of the damage that they've done? Short answer is yes. Mm. And, and I really hope that all of these revelations, and I thought... Uh, the whistleblower last week was especially credible, in part because she came with millions of pages of yes. documents. It wasn't just her opinion. She had chapter and verse that she could yep. point to. I think that if we fail to come to grips with the damage that is being done, and, it, and it's damage that is so widespread. Yes, damage to our democracy because lies are given a huge microphone. Damage to our health because lies about vaccines are given credibility. But look at the damage that we're now seeing to our children because they are sucked into the sort of social media world. And so... I'm hoping that 
maybe this can be on a bipartisan basis, Sonny, maybe, mm -hmm. that we can come up with appropriate regulations and changes that will rein in this overwhelming power that a company like Facebook has yeah. to really try to um, get the good that it has. Because, you know, we all know yeah. that there's a lot of good on yeah. social media, a lot of connectivity, but try to either require them or prohibit, if necessary, behaviors if necessary, that... Yeah undermine uh, institutions and other important matters. Yeah. It's very important. It's very the whole thing is a communist root. I, I, I'm telling you folks, this is, this is, I can't believe that Hillary Clinton gets up there and the view gets up there and <laughs> after what they did to us in the election cycle, and they're going to act like it was done to them projection at another level, man, this is, this is ridiculous. It's absolutely maddening to me that they're able to get away with this. I mean, they took Donald Trump off the platforms. They took me and you off the platforms. Yeah. You know, and now they're saying, oh, my God, they're trying to act like Facebook uh, got Trump elected or something. It's, it's, it's maddening to me. Well, here's the thing. The the. It's com it's completely insane to believe that Facebook had a. I, I guess that me being me, I, I believe that you know if it's anything that's put on the internet, I take with a grain of salt. Sure. I don't think that it's you know gospel truth or anything like that. That's you know I might see something on Facebook that has something you know in it. And it's like, okay, well, let's go take a look and make and see what's up. That's what you do. I mean, that's why you have a computer. You know, you don't have to just, uh, that's what people are right. doing. And that's the problem with this world is everybody just listens to CNN, MSNBC, whatever. And then whatever they tell them is gospel truth. And yeah. that's why we are at the point we are today. It, you know, it's just, that's, why you, that's why you come to Cold War Radio. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the vaccines and the media constantly. Hey, you got to get your vaccine, or you don't love your fellow man. Wait a second, what happened? God, to my God body, my choice. You, God is no, telling no, no, no. you to get the cut. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. These these are the same people that are in Texas protesting their right to have abortions because my body, my choice. But right. you better get stabbed with a, with the vaccine. That's horseshit. I know it, it is. But my body, my choice only applies if you want to murder babies. But and that's you know, bullshit. Uh, uh, right, it is absolutely. Now, on the bright side, Hillary's getting a little old, and she's probably uh, not going to be around much longer. <laughs> right. If we, if we're I will lucky. never be out of the game of politics. I'm not going to be running for anything. I really feel like our democracy is at stake, and there's many reasons for that. Some of them we saw on uh, the screen with the insurrection. Some of them because of the revelations about Facebook that creates a world of disinformation. I'm never going to get out of, uh, you know, being uh, involved, worried, and hopefully trying to help in some way. Yes, you will, Hillary. Money. Yes, you will, Hillary, because you're going to get called pretty soon. <laughs> you ain't going to well, be the, around. The Clinton Foundation, I mean, <laughs> you look at the stuff they've done. You, you want to know why there's so many Haitian immigrants? Indeed. Now, Indeed. Wait a second, wait a second. I thought about this too. You know, they they just did the thing where there's this big Haitian invasion coming and whatnot. Yeah. Haiti is an island. It is. How are they getting off the island? It's half it's half 
Haiti and half the Dominican Republic. And it's amazing. Both of them are islands. How no, are it's one island. It's, island. It's, it's one island, and it's cut in half in the middle. But it's amazing how the Dominican Republic side is prosperous with an honest government, and the Haitian side is like freaking. Oh, it's the wild, wild west. I, yeah, it's it's terrible, man. Yeah, and uh, then you, you got these. Why don't you ever see any? You ever notice you don't see any major league baseball players? coming from Haiti, but no. boy, the Pittsburgh Pirates got Dominicans coming out to Yahoo, man. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a trip. It's, it's crazy. You know, but my, my question was because, you know, they said there's so many of these Haitians that are showing up at the Mexico board, you know, at the Texas border. Right. You know, How'd Mexico they get there? Stuff. Right. How'd they get to Mexico to come through Mexico? They and had to come in on boats. And if you see them coming in on boats, you sink the boat. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. And, you know, I, I was talking to, well, one of my co-hosts on the Wayne Depreciate, one of his co-hosts, uh, Leah, uh, was saying, you ever, you look at these pictures of these Haitians coming in, and they got like Gucci, Gucci handbags, and, I mean, luggage, and well, it's white, not, it's not the white real shoes. Stuff, it's all, you know, they got, you but, know. but still, they got clean clothes, and it's, it's know, goosey. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I got my goosey handbag. Yeah, right, right. Like, like my, my, uh, like my, uh, what, what was the name? Reback of them? shoes. Yeah, reback. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the Rolex watches. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. So another legacy uh, of Benito Il Duce Fauci, uh, the coronavirus, you know, and this is, well, I'll wait to the last uh, sentence of this because it pretty much sums it up. But the coronavirus restrictions that have been promoted during this quote-unquote pandemic are pushing millions around the globe, really word, to the brink of starvation. The global restrictions that were promoted by NIAID. What the hell? Let's see what that stands for. National Incident or National Institute whatever A means, and I guess ID is going to be infectious diseases. Director, Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, global leaders followed his lead and implemented similar insane regulations in their countries. Unfortunately, Fauci never had any concern for the poor and starving in America or abroad, and now we're starting to see the devastation of his decisions. Coronavirus restrictions are leading to the death. Listen to this, man. The death of 10,000 children a month, 50% of them in sub-Saharan Africa. According to World Vision, the coronavirus drove 97 million people into extreme poverty in 2020. COVID-19 Drove an additional 97 million into extreme poverty in 2020. I hate when these reports repeat themselves. According to World Bank estimates, more than a year into the pandemic, the World Bank stresses that there is still much we don't know concerning its impact on global poverty in 2021. Fauci funded the Wuhan lab where COVID was produced and released. Then, He prescribed the most devastating and lunatic policies in world history. 
And here's the killer sentence I was talking about. Once the pandemic is over, the world will understand the absolute evil in this man's heart. And I concur with that 100%. And I think a lot of it, Ward, has to do with, I think the guy has a Napoleon complex. He's only about four foot tall. Oh, absolutely. He, he definitely has little man syndrome. And, you know, that's why he tries to square off with, you know, Rand Paul and whatnot. You know, little man syndrome takes over. But the problem is you, he lied. He's, oh, lied, to he's, Senate, been lying. he's lied to the Congress. But the, the difference is they've, well, at least Rand Paul's caught him in it and called yeah, him on it. Right. The only All guy, right. pretty much. And he said, okay, so you came in and you testified. So he's under oath. So he lied to the Senate under oath. What's going to happen to him? Not a damn thing's going to happen to him. I mean, and that's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not wishing that. Well, Rand uh, Paul's going to is, is getting good press on it because people are going. Okay, well, at least we got somebody that's going to. And the guy, and he referred it to DOJ, which what he's supposed to do. DOJ, I, I'll tell you, I, I, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Man, you got to go into DOJ and you got to go in there with a tomahawk and you got to take scalps, man. I'm telling you, there's nothing else. There's nothing else that can stop this or slow this than that. And I'm not not just the DOJ. I'm talking about the DOJ, the DOD, the IRS, the FDA, hell go to the Boy Scouts Association. You got to you got to you got to create some mayhem. Well, here's how, you know how I'd do it if it was me, right? We're going to pretend for a minute that I'm the, that's, that's I can't wait. 81, I can't, I can't wait, man. I can't there's wait. There's 81 million people who are dumb enough to vote for me. So my first thing <laughs> I'm going to do is I'm going to go in and fire everybody at, at the DOJ. Everybody. If you're in there, you're fired. Or in the FBI, we'll start with the FBI. I won't go to the OJ. Right. Yeah, all right, you're in there. You're a good agent. No, you're not. You didn't freaking tell on no. anybody. You're out. Everybody is gone from the Word. top. The, the top guy. Matter of fact, matter of fact, there, is, the floor. There, there isn't an FBI anymore. No, no. Forget the FBI. It's to, gone. We, we, we still need the investigation. Now we're going to prop up the U.S. Marshals. The FBI is gone. We're, we're going to change things a little bit. And, okay, uh, you could do that. But my thought was we take everybody that's mm-hmm. in Quantico right now that's studying, right. you bring them in, and, and all new blood. Right. Complete new blood. Sure. That's how you do it. See, I do it. I do it to a complete purge. You're not this. Well, he's a good guy. And, and, and it's only the, 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 and they keep saying that. It's only the top floors of the FBI. That no, it ain't. The, the working people. No, the work. You you said it before. The, the agents suck. The working people ain't turning nobody in. That's right. The agents suck. Every one of you freaking guys suck. That's right. And you know, I know you. I know some of you. You know, were their field grade officers in the United States Army Reserve, too. I'm sure they are. You know? Uh, but I agree. I, I would do it a little differently. I'd give them one shot. I'd be like, all right. All the, the GS-13s and above, you're all fired. Now, all you GS-12s, you come in here, you're now GS-15s and GMs, and you've got 48 hours to fix this. You bring them back, they didn't fix it, you fire them too. Yep. And then people start getting the word. You know, well, uh, I mean, the thing is, there has to be some sort of reckoning. 
There does. And, and, and that's does. the problem. In every it, agency. This it, has to just, be shocking. This has to be. And, and, and I'd take it even further. I'd shut the media off. All right. You know what? You people don't have access to any of this shit. I'm, come back in a week and we'll tell you what we did. You know, no, no messing with these people. No, no mosquitoes in my ear as we're doing this. You know, because yeah, I think I that agree. that slows them down. And well, the the thing is, everybody ha- it feels as though that they need to get permission. You know, it, it's well, we got to see what the public thinks. No, you don't. <laughs> right. Pull the trigger, do the job, and and deal with the fallout. That's how you do it. You don't fret and, and you know clutch your pearls and, and worry about well what's going to happen and what's what if people agree, think. Man. And and Donald Trump is the one guy that does that. He doesn't give a damn what anybody thinks one way or another. And you got like these, him, the, these people like that are like, oh, I didn't like his tweets, and um, oh my god. What yeah, did you okay. like when when Joe Biden was sniffing your granddaughter? Was that cool? Once again, the the without mentioning the name Donald Trump, why would you vote for Joe Biden? Right. Eighty. I ask million. anybody that that's decided or anybody that voted for Biden, why? Right. And they and tell them they can't use the name Donald Trump. They can't give you one of his policies that's that's working. Right. Not one. Okay, uh, finishing up. I got uh, another thing that. Uh, is indicative of the Biden. That's like a good word. I, you know, I like when Biden says, parenthetically. It's like, dude, you don't even know what that is anyway. So this guy, Daoud Wardak. And this is, yeah. this is, uh, this is, uh, he's from, he's from, he's from East, East Hills, ain't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Um, uh, but this is the legacy of General Milley and General Mattis and, uh, General Wilson and, and all these McKenzie and McMaster and John McCain uh, and McMuffin and Adam Kinzinger and Crenshaw, uh, Daoud Wardak, son of former Afghan, former Afghan Minister of Defense Abdul Rahim Wardak, recently. Purchased a 9,000 square foot super luxury house in Beverly Hills Prime Truesdale Estates. The property was built all new this year and was designed by local architecture firm Woods and Dangaran. The house was described as a fusion of modern meets mid century in an off market listing. The property was last sold in 2016 for 9.5 million fazuls to the Woodbridge Group. Oh, it's a now-defunct Ponzi scheme. According to a report from Dirt, Woodbridge demolished the original house on the lot and the new structure was sold to Wardak on behalf of Woodbridge's bankruptcy proceedings by Viewpoint Collection, a premier developer of high-end Los Angeles homes. Daoud Wardak already owned a $5.2 million condo at the prestigious St. Regis Bow Harbor Resort in Miami, Florida. And from Lee Fang's Twitter account, Daoud Wardak, the son of a senior Afghan military official, the most senior Afghan military official, 
is living the American dream. He ran a defense contractor that raked it in. He hired D.C. lobbyists to prolong the war and founded a Miami-based athleisure brand and just bought a $20 million L.A. mansion. So Republican Party, McCain people, and Crenshaw, and all you sorry people out there, all you warmonger, military-industrial complex people, you paid for this freaking savage to live this kind of life. And that ticks me off, Ward. It really does. Your comments, your final thoughts, and that's about all the time we have, my man. Uh, great show. Had a good time. Me too. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I, it amazes me that, that we don't, it, it's almost like we don't vet these people anymore. Don't you care. Know? Don't care. No. People are worried and, and, about dancing with the stars, man. What, whatever happened to, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Feinstein's chauffeur. Right. He was a Chinese spy for 20 years. <laughs> like that, you said, that, what about Fang Fang? What about Fang Bang? Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it's, it, it's, but they don't do it. It just gets swept under the rug and they just quit talking about it. And then American people go, not the people who listen to this show, but the other people go, oh God. Yeah. They're not talking about it. It must have got straightened out. I'm not going to have to deal with this anymore. Stop talking about that at dinner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I can't. I can't stop. Man. I mean, it's... <laughs> Word, uh, how can people get in touch with you? Thank you. I, I agree. This was a... And, and ladies and gentlemen, thank you uh, on the phone situation. You can see I took it right up the tent. Man. I mean, it was... Uh, you didn't want to miss any of those stories, right? I mean, come on. No, I thought I thought that they were all very apropos. Apropos, uh, indeed. There, there's there, there's my word, my big word for the day. Apropos. There you go. Okay. Uh, you hit me up on uh, Gab. I got the account on Gab at Wardy. Uh, I'm back. Do, uh, they, they re-enabled me on Facebook, so you hit me up on Facebook. Uh, and did you do Getter yet? The, Getter's like, is that the thing? Getter. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I've never heard of that. Really? You never heard of it? I've no, no, it. no. You're the one who turned me on to Gab, man. I know. I'm into that, too. But I, I just uh, I, I watched uh, a plane flying over. I can't remember what it was. I think it was F. Joe Biden. And then it said, join Getter. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Anyway, another great show, man. Did I miss anything? Did you miss anything? Yeah, I did. Uh, don't forget the Facebook page. Facebook.com yeah. slash Cold War Radio 22. That's right. There you That's go. All, all right. I got. Thank you, man. It was like again, uh, like I said, it was it was a great show. Uh, rest in peace. Rest. All right, come on, man. Get your stuff together. Rest in peace, Ralph. Uh, we're hey, gonna man. miss you, man. We're gonna miss you. We're gonna name something after you too. I just didn't figure it out yet. Uh, this is for you, brother. And ladies and gentlemen, thanks for letting us into your life for a couple hours. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday at eight p.m. and you can catch. Uh, me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on the Wayne Dupree Show. You catch that on Facebook or on Rumble at 12 p.m. And on Friday night on Censored.tv, uh, we're out. Thanks for listening, and God bless you all. <laughs>